0: Welcome to the Um, Umbia Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's
1: unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Um, Umbia Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and I'm going to start today off with a direct quote. We'll see if you guys can guess who it is before I finish. This is from NBA Central, so you'll know it is a NBA player or coach. And this is what they say. We know this isn't going forever. This could be the last year. Maybe next year's the last year. We're in the final stages. We know that. John, who is that from? Tell everybody who that's from. Steve Kerr. From Steve the Kerr. The defending champions head coach is saying that this isn't going to last forever. He's already disappointed in their season. and I, I can understand that from their record so far. Um... Let's start in the NBA then. Let's, because we're already here. Let's start there. Uh, what do you think that means for the Warriors when their when their head coach is clearly <laughs> very disappointed in their season <laughs> so far? Uh,
0: I went and did some research to figure out if there was any truth to this about you know the main guys' contracts. He's still in contract for at least three more years. Stephen Curry is still in contract for a few more years. Clay Thompson is still in contract for a few more years. Who just got signed to a brand new contract for like five years. I think Looney also just got signed to a contract for like five years. So that's their starting five right there. Draymond Green might be leaving next uh, next season. That's already kind of a rumor out there. I don't know what he means, but it might be over soon. Uh, I think you would re-sign Curry the first chance you get. I get Klay Thompson might be out the door uh, as well soon just because injuries have plagued him, but... You know, if he come on strong again, I doubt that's going to be true. But it's maybe there's stuff going on behind the scenes as far as what this te- what's not being showed, um, or maybe he's just fed up with what the season's going and he just wants it to be over. or He's planning on retiring soon. Any range of options, but to just kind of out of the blue and randomly say it won't last forever and it will come to an end eventually. I don't care if he's in a press conference. I don't know what the you know everything surrounding that was but it's just kind of a random comment anyway about you know this can't last forever obviously it's not gonna last forever we weren't expecting you know 100 years from now to see curry still on the floor but i figure it lasts at least you know five six years longer um now obviously curry is the piece that you would build around and you would try to keep him for as long as you can but and i don't see him going anywhere i don't and like either. you
1: said a lot of these guys are signed for they're, they're not the ending years. soon
0: i mean there might be a few pieces that comes and goes, but that's yeah. just sports. I mean, that's not. And it not could have been anybody. like
1: an offhand comment. I don't know. Like you said, the context, that's but it's not an offhand comment to say this
0: can't last forever. It might last a few years, um, regardless with what the what's surrounding it. But I mean, I I think a lot of Warrior fans, a lot of NBA fans, a lot of casual sports fans are now gonna be wondering, you know, what's happening. And any thread of information about someone being dissatisfied within the uh, within the team, or someone looking to maybe go somewhere else or trade rumors, or anything, it will be amplified because he now said that. So that's going to open up another can of worms as well. There, but this team is super good right now. They still have, like I mentioned, a lot of guys under contract, meaning they don't really have to worry about these guys leaving and going somewhere else, and they can, you know, bleed a few more a uh, few more championships out of them. Now, once they're once they're um, once their contracts expire in the next few years, I think it said that Curry's for three years. So, once that all goes down, maybe you could see Curry retiring because I don't think he needs more than four or five rings yeah. in, a, in a single yeah. in a single uh, career. But right now, it doesn't seem like anything's you know on the horizon. Maybe Curry signs again because you know he wants to be Tom Brady out for the oldest player to play in any <laughs> sport. Uh, Tom Brady's setting that bar pretty high, but I really, I mean. Maybe the second part of that quote, which said it could be this year or next year, I think it's probably more likely to be the year following or the year after that, that things go down a little bit and things start to change. But for now, you know, Warrior fans, and maybe even it's a little bit of a tactical, you know, this can't last forever, you know, give us a break. I mean, we'll yeah, or something. I don't know. It's like, What's it's their like record right now? It's not good at all. I think they have like seven losses, eight losses at this point. Uh, let's okay. see. I know they're not playing the way that you would expect. But there's
1: plenty of season left. To oh, cons- yeah. This is really early to be making comments like this.
0: I mean, there's like 90 games in a, in a given season. They're 6-8, and eight, so they're climbing back okay. to an even record. But, you know, they got to play the Phoenix Suns tonight. Then they go play the Knicks. Then they go play the Rockets. So, you know, they could pull together two of yeah. those three.
1: Well, maybe we're, we'll maybe uh, revisit of oh, we'll lot later in the season. We'll revisit that a lot.
0: But it isn't the first team that is a reigning champion champion to struggle. The Rams are obviously doing the exact same thing and playing awfully, which is sad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Before we go into some NFL news, the Portland Trailblazers picked up Jeremy Grant, and you think this is going to be big for their team. They're already starting really strong this season.
0: Yes, yeah, they, since he's come in, he's really helped this team out and won a lot of games, helped, or helped them win a lot of games. From the first time I saw, pretty much the beginning of the season, when that they got him, I mean, it, they've just been playing really, really, really well. Already, this team's been playing great because uh, Simons, um, uh, Damian, and then him, have all been playing really well. Uh, but adding a guy like that into the mix that can shoot the three, just as good as Dame can. Maybe not quite as deep, but you know, just as fluid and, and, and knock down a pretty big percentage of it. And then also in the mid-range, have the height to be able to knock down the twos inside the paint, play good defense, have the hustle, get the rebounds. Just feel like he's all over the floor whenever he is in the game. And I think he's the missing piece that the Trailblazers Blazers have needed because obviously Dame can't, can't play every single minute, every single game, and there's going to be injuries. And last season when the injury happened to... Uh, Dame, they just kind of fell off. They couldn't play this year. He got injured, at, went out for a few games. They proceeded to win multiple games, even when he was gone, came back, and now they have, think of like a 10-3, and 10-2 record, something like that, playing really good basketball. Yeah. And I think he has a lot to do with that because I think of the way he's been playing, um, the way he's been able to just kind of control the pace. When him, Simons, and Dame are all on the floor with Nurk and uh, a couple of rookies that they've got, they just play – with a certain edge to them, they got a lot of speed, a lot of quickness. And this team, uh, ever since I started watching them multiple, multiple years ago, they've always been that three-point shooting squad that always wants, you know, to take the three. That's what when they can get a transition and they can get things going, they're always going to be knocking down the three, knocking down the three. And he fits that mold perfectly, and that's really what he's been making his money off of, anyway. But the ability to prime away from the Pistons, a lot of teams was a lot of teams were wanting him, and now you know, now you know why, because this this guy can definitely make a lot of moves and a lot of plays for you. But this Portland t- Trail Trailblazers team has been kinda of surprising in my opinion. Now, obviously they won the G League. Um and they and they got all the way through and won the full thing. Now that's not obviously the championship or anything. That that states that they're their bench and their second unit guys are really good. And all the rookies that they've drafted are really good. They're the best of the bunch. So, And we've kind of seen that Sharp has been playing really well from three. Also kind of has a similar build to to Grant. And both those guys have been playing really well, having options, having the ability to have all of your starting guys being able to shoot the ball, shooting well from three, the perimeter. That would allow you to have better rotations and move guys in and out. And that's what they've been really been able to do and actually have a lot of success at it. So ultimately this team – made a great decision to bring him in, add an extra guy. That way they could try to make a run for, you know, a deep playoff push and try to get into um, final contention, playoff contention, after a couple of different playoff appearances over the last few years, but kind of disappointing after being being beaten multiple times by the Nuggets and games and, and just really struggling not to get anything done. But this team seems like the team they could do it. Obviously, like you said, there's a lot of games left. We only got through, like, I think, like, 15, 16 games at this point, still over 80 games left. And there's going to be time to, you know, fall a little bit time to ramp back up and all of that. But as of right now, they're in good shape. Yeah. They
1: look really good. All right. Let's move to the NFL. Um, We were talking about Kadarius Tony and he played well in the chief's last game. Uh, What do you think about him? So, what do you think with Juju Smith Schuster? I don't know. Did he go down? Is he going to be out this next week?
0: It's uh, per concussion protocol. just depends on if he's able so do to pass. So do you think it.
1: Kadarius, Kadarius Tony's role will, will step up in the coming weeks?
0: I think so. I think they see what he can do, uh, the production level that he can have. Um, now, they got so many different targets and so many pieces that they're throwing to Hardman, uh, Juju, Kelsey, him. I mean, there's a huge list of guys, but what he brings that none of those guys really have is the speed, the X factor there, uh, and can, he could blow past guys. He can make make a lot of plays. We saw that against when he played against the uh, the uh, Jaguars, he was wide open in the flat. No one was in within ten yards of him. He just kind of hopped his way into the end zone, and then on multiple jet sweep kind of short throws or or jet sweep options and stuff like that. They, He just made moves, weaved through traffic, didn't go down when it looked like he should have had the uh, speed to get past guys and kind of bob and weave through there. So I think ultimately he's going to get touches, but I think ultimately he's going to be kind of using that Tyree kill type way of just, you know, using him to get speed, To get distance, those long throws, and then use everyone else on the short, shallow patterns and stuff like that. I expect his role to continue to increase. I I expect them to use him in kind of a playful way, um, like they did with Tyreek Hill, because I feel like Tyreek Hill left all that speed left with him. Now the Dolphins are using him in a great way, and, you know, I'm happy to have him on my team. But I think, you know, with the. with with Kadarius Tony, he brings back that speed to this Chiefs team, and not only that, but he could do it in a productive way. And we saw what he's able to do when he gets the ball in his hands in space, and not even doesn't even need that much space. He just needs a little bit of space to tiptoe around and get through. But if you get him one on one against a cornerback, uh, and and you could get some deep throws with Patrick Mahomes, and he seemed reliable. Um, with the Giants and with the Florida Gators. You saw him be able to pull off some big um, running catches after or yards after the catch. So I think he's going to be used in a lot of really cool ways, and I'm excited to see what he's able to do. But like I said, I think he brings that factor that the Chiefs have been missing. I think the Chiefs are now better than they have been i'm surprised the giants let him go um unless of course they're trying to get obj and that's why they did it but bringing him there is going to be a huge positive now obviously they've got a lot of different pieces that they're going to be playing into and trying to give them all options and opportunities but with any Reed, he usually gives the ball to the people that are consistent uh and to the guys that make plays consistently and after one game having a touchdown and multiple receiving excuse me, multiple receptions and a lot of yards after catch. Those are all positives, and he brings, like I said, that one thing that none of the other wide receivers bring, um, which is ability to blow past guys, which then is going to open up a lot of the facets of this offense, which is going to open up the run game, which is going to make him go on the field. Um, And maybe at the beginning, you know, fantasy numbers might not be that high. He might be a little in and out and all that stuff, but I think over time the Chiefs will see what they could use with him uh, how they could use them in different packages, different schemes. As you learn this often, you know you get more comfortable in a lot of different ways, and then that can open up a lot of different options for them. So ultimately, I think this was a good trade. I think it way favored the Chiefs than it did the Giants. Because I couldn't tell you what the Chiefs sent to uh, the the or what the Chiefs said to the Giants. I could tell you what the Chi- uh, Giants sent to the Chiefs though, because he's already made that sort of impact on this team, and I'm excited to see what he's able to do come Sunday.
1: Yeah. All right, the Lions. getting back Jamison Williams so he'll be healthy again and he'll start playing the Lions are three and six do you think he's going to make a big impact what do you think they need to do to spin things around I think if Jamison
0: Williams comes back and Jared Goff cannot get the football to him because obviously he's the Alabama guy that was you know blowing past defenders he had that speed he had the He just was a pro-type Alabama player. He had the speed to get by everybody. He had the ability in college to be on a Nick Saban level offense. Uh, But I have concerns about Jared Goff actually being able to throw the ball that far consistently and make the play, hit the target, when he's not extremely wide open because obviously there's going to be a quarterback draped all over him. But if they use him in the right ways, I think uh, DJ Chark, St. Brown, Williams, um, Led offense with the running backs they so have in Swift and Williams, this offense could be really destructive because that's really just pick your own poison there. Because St. Brown has been able to do the short pa- pass plays and tournament into long ones, sharks, but it had a little bit of that vertical threat. But we saw multiple times when he was in the game, he was overthrown by Jared Goff, and they it didn't wasn't really used in the way you expect it to be. And then Kennedy, he was the guy that came in. Uh, during these injuries and was able to make a couple of different plays and even in preseason played really well. And then you got the running backs, they've been playing really well. But I think if you bring in Williams in, and I think he's going to make an immediate impact on this team because I think automatically having a guy like that in there automatically makes a difference. But if he's not able to make plays and and things are just falling apart a little bit for him, I would say just rest him the rest of the season after a few games if things aren't pointing to working and then make sure he doesn't get injured again. And then look at the draft for a quarterback because you can't not use the weapons you have after investing draft capital into them when they're that talented. So if he's not working out, I think that's where you really have to go. I think this will tell us a lot about you know the quarterback position for this team for the near future. I think it will tell us a lot about what this team is going to look like um, for the season to come because their defense is looking good. Uh, we saw a lot of good defensive efforts from them against the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields going for that little sneak. He comes around the edge if you're Hutchinson and grabs the gun, and grabs it around the neck and just flings him down. Uh, so they got a lot of strength as far as the defense line is, and then the cornerbacks are also been playing well. So everything is looking really good, but I th- coach is looking really good. When it, getting multiple wins in a row, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a slide, but put Williams in there, that's going to make him even look even better. And I think really honestly the issue I've always had with this Lions team is Jared Goff. I think I, I think for, if you're the Rams, you wouldn't trade Jared Goff unless you knew he's not someone – that you want to keep, or, or someone that's not a franchise-winning quarterback. Now the Lions have taken for a couple, um, couple seasons. i this season there'll be a couple, and if that's not working out, you know there's plenty of good quarterbacks in the draft that can use these guys at a productive level, and that's it would open up a lot of different options as well because then the quarterback will also be a running quarterback, preferably, and then that opens up running with the quarterback, running with the running backs and then the uh, wide receivers, all play action, all that, and that opens us up this team. I think this team could be one of the most scary offenses in the league if used correctly and used to their full potential, which I think, like I said, is being brought down by the quarterback. But, you know, Jared Goff's serviceable for now until Jameson comes in, and if he can't use him productively in the way he should be used, I think A, you have to protect Williams, and I think B, you have to look at your wide receiver or quarterback room because behind Jared Goff, there's definitely no one I don't want to see come onto that field if you're the Lions. But, like I said, it was good to see the Lions win against the Bears in that really close game on Sunday, where Justin Fields was running wild, and he's had been for the yeah, he last had a few crazy weeks, game. Um, getting forty points the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. But having this team where they're at, I think they're on the cusp of breaking through. Um, they already have three wins, I think, this season, which is good for Lions if you that yeah. low bar. But yeah. I think over time, you know, they'll, they'll get through different things and they'll start winning again. But I'm excited to see Williams come onto the field. I think he brings uh, an extra level of competitiveness to this team, and I think it's just going to be fun to watch in yeah. a Lions uniform in the NFL.
1: They need to get that quarterback room figured out. And that's, I mean, yeah, yeah, they need to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know if it's trading for somebody or they're going to have a draft choice at some point
0: tank just tank at that point yeah it's close enough to the end of the season (laughs) it's after thanksgiving
1: i didn't know i'm sorry all right so you posted on the official um yeah sports page a rumor from nfl rumors that odo beckham is considering the giants and the cowboys over any other team and i don't think that's the last time we talked i don't think that was one of the teams that we listed yeah the cowboys
0: came on all of a sudden
1: yeah so it would be pretty cool to see a Giants return for Odell Beckham, but out of those two teams, do you think he's going to go one way or the other? I think the Giants. I, I think the the Cowboys
0: are not where you want to go. A. They've been struggling with the running game. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. That's been friction. For a long time now, Dak Prescott, there's there's a little bit of um, a little bit of an issue brewing there about you know is he a level quarterback? Is he someone they should go with or stick with? And then the fact that they tra- got rid of Amari Cooper um, to to the the Browns and now he's playing the way they've been playing because they didn't want to pay the price to get him and keep him. And I'll talk about the the fact that they can't keep C.D. Lamb and uh, Gallup and Amari Cooper. Now you're gonna talk about paying. Um, OB, OBJ for the next three or four years, that's, that's what he said, that's a must, he must be able to stay in the place where he's going, not that i will finish career there, but that he can make a home there, so you got to pay him for an extended period of time, a good deal of money, because he's expecting that, and your cap's only about $20 million right now at this point, um, is what I, what I saw when I looked it up, and then if you look at the Giants, you know, the Giants have a quarterback that hasn't thrown a pick since week three, Um, They got Saquon Barkley, who's playing the best he's played in years. Yeah, he is. They've got a terrible wide receiver room that's just been decimated. You bring OBJ in there, imagine how good Daniel Jones would be then. I mean, now he's got a playmaker, a guy that can run past guys, a guy that can make this offense way more fun. You got a brand new head coach that is playing and making this team just have a bunch of life in it. Um, he has a lot of excitement. It's just fun to see him on the sideline with those Ray Bans on, you know, just sitting there. Uh, <laughs> and then this defense has been playing really well as well. I mean, they're the best giants team I've seen in a very, very, very long time out of nowhere too. I feel and like. OBJ would come back into a system that is not the same giants pl- that he played for. they are better giants than he played for, because that's why he forced his way on, did this whole circulation for bounce around different teams. Um, so I think out of those two things, that would be probably, in my opinion, the one he should go to. Now, if I had my way, I would say the Ravens still because I think the Ravens would be tons of fun to see him in that. I think the Ravens, the Bills, and the and the Giants are probably the three teams that he's probably looking at right now and saying to himself, I want to go to one of those three teams. But out of those two teams, if that's truly what is narrowed down because that's what the New York, uh, New York Times said, uh, that's where that rumor came from, so it, that seems quite official there. But if that's really where he's narrowing it down to, and those are the two teams, my bet is the Giants. Um, I just really see no way that the uh, the Cowboys are able to land him. Jerry Jones talks a big game, but you look at what's happened over the last few seasons and how unwilling he was to pay people at that point,
1: that just doesn't sound right. Yeah, and I think OBJ would like the return. It's his old neighborhood, and I think, I think that'd be really cool. Especially, Especially with right how now. the team's doing right, right. now. It would probably just level it up.
0: I mean, <laughs> you put the, him in that Giants team. Now they got the hot, hardest road to the playoffs at this point. You put OBJ in there. Now they're a definite problem yep. to deal with. I mean, I, I just really like watching this Giants team, which is weird to say because it used to be the team that I just like, oh, know, the Giants the are Giants playing. or no, whatever.
1: I, I don't know where they came
0: from. I don't know a vision's really good this year for whatever reason. Yeah. The Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Commanders. I mean, Canadians just wrecked the Eagles. I can't so believe they beat the
1: Eagles. It's crazy.
0: They do that every year, but you know, the the 72 Dolphins are still
1: going on. Yep. All right. Well, that was a good episode. We'll have more to talk about later this week. And, and real quick, the, uh, I posted on the sports. I don't know if you
0: saw it, but, it's possible to have six feet of snow for the Bills. That's, yes, versus we Browns about game. That. I'm excited. About I that. cannot wait to That's see that. That's gonna be a fun game. If it's on live and I can watch it,
1: I'm not watching anything else. Yes, watching.
0: we're gonna watch the
1: game. come down.